We are back here on the iCast for another episode of the SIBN Sports Recap. Starting off, we will start off with basketball once again. The Wildcats had uh, two games this weekend, one on Friday night and one on Saturday night. On Friday night, they played a team from the south, Louisville. Uh, pronunciation, yes. not Louisville. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Louisville. Yeah, I know there actually, are some people who made the mistake, which is a... Uh, it's very common since, you know, Louisville is the way to say the city in Kentucky, but, uh... Yeah, Louisville is the pronunciation for that. So the Wildcats took on them and actually rolled past them with a 68-30 to victory. Uh, you know, heading into the fourth quarter uh, with a with a pretty unsurmountable lead, uh, just around 49-26 was their advantage uh, heading into the fourth. So the Wildcats had the lead really in the third is when they kind of took over. And a lot of that had to do with credit to Chase Toppin. Uh, you know, Toppin, our senior point guard, really uh, more of a facilitator than a scorer. But this uh, this weekend, he did a lot of scoring, putting up 20 points uh, this year. That's his season high. Yeah, Toppin's one of those guys that he has that ability to put up 20-plus points a game. Uh, it's just he's a typical point guard. You know, He likes to pass the ball, get his teammates some, um, get his teammates some touches, but... He has the ability to score that many points, and we saw that on Friday night. Uh, it was a very impressive game by Chase Toppin. When you know other teams are double teaming Henry Rayner or trying to shut down all the other assets around the around the paint or around the three point line, uh, Toppin sometimes needs to take over, and he he has the ability to take over a game and you know, make himself a threat and you know put more pressure on himself so he can get more of his teammates open. Uh, Really, it's just the talent of Chase Toppin. He's an all-around player. Uh, he's been really impressive for the Wildcats, both last season and this season. And uh, I can't wait to see what he does going down the final stretch of this year. Yeah, you know, with the Wildcats having such a big lead heading into the fourth, uh, we got a, we had a lot of our role players come in the game. You know, Nick Lamorant had two points, uh, as well as then he ended up playing Saturday. So Lamorant kind of starting to get his, uh, his name there with Coach Cam. Uh, also, as well, Emmett Hanna, not necessarily a role player. Um, he plays uh, more than a lot of our, our reserves I would do, I would say. But uh, Emmett had a pretty decent game, as well as Declan Mangan putting up four points uh, at the end with two layups and a, and a very, very good defense. Well, yeah, Emmett Hanna is really just another all-around type player. He can do almost anything. I mean, he can handle the ball when he needs to. He's a great defensive player. He draws a lot of fouls inside. Uh, we saw with his Oscar-worthy acting on a, uh, in a few games this season. Uh, he's very good at uh, drawing fouls, but on both defense and offense, uh, and he's really just a great tool for the Wildcats. Uh, and you know he's going to matter a lot going down this final stretch too, because he's going to be a player that a lot of teams sleep on and don't really, you know, they kind of overlook him. But he's he can come out of the woodwork and have some big games coming up. Uh, Declan Mangan, he's a fantastic player on defense. He um, he was never always known for being a you know offensive scorer, uh, putting up 20 points a game, but he's always been just the workhorse that you can throw in on defense. He he can press every single play that the opponents get the ball. Uh, he can get some easy turnovers, and he's a fast guy. He's always been a fast guy. Uh, I know he's a kicker in football. It really doesn't show that much in football, but uh, if you ever see him play on a basketball court, you'll know he's a fast guy, and he can pretty much do anything on defense when it comes to the guard position yeah you know also uh as well as the win friday friday was also 
a very uh, joyous day for the basketball cats as well. It was the faculty and staff appreciation night. Uh, 75 teachers and staff uh, showed up to the game, and uh, it was definitely a good, great moment as uh, our senior players on the team uh, had a little uh, bit of a word word to say for their most inspirational teacher uh, in their past four years here at Ignatius, and that happened pregame. And then postgame, uh, the basketball cats were fortunate enough to congratulate their coach for his birthday. Uh, coach had to say after the game, as far as my birthday, it's great to win on my birthday. I've played and coached on my birthday, but I told the guys they needed to get a win, and they did. So Coach Cam definitely very happy about that. You know, he said he's played on his birthday. Uh, he's played and coached on his birthday, so, you know, it really shows how basketball is kind of, you know, his life. I mean, coming up on two big occasions, I mean, on his birthday, playing and coaching, basketball is his life, and it's definitely proving, proving as the Wildcats advanced to a 9-6 and six record. You know, it's not the best uh, that they've ever had, but I think uh, with the first year and Coach Cam uh, leading the charge, I think 9-6 and six so far has been pretty good. Well, and we saw around this time last year, I, and it may have been a week ago um, for this week of the I'll reset it. We saw this last year around this time when the Wildcats really turned things around. Uh, it, you know, the first half of the season for the Wildcats last year was a lot worse than the, the first half of the season was this year. And a lot of teams rode off the Wildcats. They were unranked in the Cleveland.com Top 25. But then they got a win against one of the top five teams in the city in VASJ. And then they went on a 10-game winning streak uh, before going into the playoffs, which was really impressive last year. Uh, let's hope the same thing can happen this year, as we have a lot of guys who return from last year's team uh, who can help this team go far. And they can really, you know, from what we've seen so far, they're a second-half team. Uh, they can show up in the second half of the season and really open eyes. The Wildcats this season, kind of like last season uh, around this time, were an overlooked team. They really didn't know how much good talented players this team had but then they started going on a winning streak and it really just opened the eyes of almost everyone in Cleveland they were that underdog team that came from behind and got themselves in the top 10 yeah so let's hope the Wildcats can do and uh, can do the same thing this year yeah definitely without a doubt and then the next day playing another team from the south the Wildcats took on the Bulldogs from Stoneman Roll Falls uh, that game was another birthday for the Wildcats as Tommy Spear celebrated his birthday, and Tommy Spear is also uh, one of three. So happy birthday to Tommy Spear and his two brothers. But at that game as well, uh, Tommy's running with the Cats partner, Ryan, was able to show up to the game. It was a, great, a big good luck charm for Tommy. Tommy had his fair share of points uh, in celebrating the win. But uh, really, a lot of uh, no- noticeable players really popped out in that game. Danny Nunez... Uh, I think he had four or five threes. I think he shot four or five from the free three-point line. So definitely a great game for Nunez. But the second half was all the John Effort show. I mean, Efforts had six points from behind the arc, and then he had three points at the charity stripe. So really, John Efforts really dominated. I think Efforts ended up with somewhere around 20 points. So Efforts had a, uh, had a very good game. Uh, at the end of that game, they won 57-35, very, uh, very similar to the game before. But the Wildcats are starting to go on a little bit of a little bit of a run, and I think it's definitely needed as they head into the Eds game coming up. Yeah, I mean, 
they really want their revenge against Eds. I mean, it's going to be tough to get a win on the road at Eds when they, you know, basically give the Wildcats maybe 200 seats for Ignatius fans and uh, the rest of the what a thousand seats in the in the whole gym or for uh, St. Ed's families and students. But yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it so tough to win at St. Ed's. But uh, the Wildcats have a shot. I mean, they want this game. They want this game. They want to win this. They want to get revenge against this team. And they want to show that they can beat the best teams in Cleveland. They can make a deep run in the playoffs. They can be contenders. Don't overlook this team. Uh, just like last year, they were so overlooked, but they came back from behind. It, it opened the eyes of almost everyone in Cleveland. Yeah. And uh, these next few games are going to set the tone for the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely opened the eyes, you know, heading into that Brexville game was the big game, the triple overtime game. Uh, so a huge, huge season for the Wildcats last year to close out. And now with Coach Cam, you know, it's definitely possible uh, once again. All right, moving on. Moving on, we'll go to the Hockey Cats. Uh, unfortunately, they got their first loss of the season this year in the Father Walsh Showcase. Uh, they went 3-1 and one in the Father Walsh Showcase uh, it was a four-game weekend. It's it was a tough weekend for the Wildcats. Uh, just to you know, be in these tournaments or these showcases and play all of these games in a row, it gets tiring. But yeah, you know, the Wildcats still did great. They got they went three and one, and this that's the first loss of the season for the Wildcats. Uh, that's really impressive. After we're already almost halfway through the season, we're only about a month and a half away from the, away from the playoffs. And only now for the Wildcats to be getting their first loss of the season against one of against some great teams, and they're this season they've been playing some of the best teams in the Midwest. Uh, it's really impressive that they got their first loss just now, and they they've gone on this long winning streak for the entirety of the season. Just a really impressive streak for the Wildcats. Unfortunately, it did come to an end this weekend, but. It's Wildcat fans should be hopeful for going into the future. Once again, this team has enormous opportunity at winning the state championship this year. And, I mean, that's pretty obvious after playing some of the teams they've played and how well they've played against them. The Wildcats do have a good shot at states this year. And without a, don't forget to mention that we are the winners for the past four years. Oh, yeah, so, we are going for the five, Pete. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, Although when we're saying how good the Wildcats are and you know the teams they've played, they are playing right now with a giant red X on their chest and their back because you know every other team in Ohio were the team that they have to be. They were the team that their goal is to beat for the you know for the remainder of their season. This is their goal uh, when they face us in the playoffs, uh, whenever that may be. That's their goal. This is their game to you know we're the team to beat. Yeah, definitely a target on the Wildcats and Coach O'Rourke. Uh, so uh, a little more on the hockey team. They beat Florida's number two team, uh, which was North Broward or Broward, eight to three. Uh, that was on Saturday morning. I believe it was at eight in the morning. So uh, the Wildcats can play in the morning. <laughs> uh, that was proven over this weekend. But they the first loss of the season came to Michigan's number three team in uh, Livonia Stevenson. Uh, this is a game the Wildcats played really well, but you know, unfortunately they just came up short. Uh, they responded to uh, on Sunday with a statement win over 
the Illinois defending state champs in Loyola Academy, and they got another win against the number six team in Michigan in uh, Salem. So that brings their record to 22-1-1. 22 wins, one loss, one tie. Uh, with the schedule they've played this year, it's I'll say it again, it's just really impressive for the Wildcats. Definitely. But this weekend coming up, they play the number one and number two teams in Michigan. So uh, it's going to be another tough weekend for the Wildcats coming up. But you know they have a shot at winning these games. The Wildcats are a really good team. They have a shot at getting these games. We'll go on to swimming and diving now. The Aquacats had a successful last regular season week. Uh, they got two wins this week. They went to Rocky River High School this weekend. Uh, and they won by a large margin and broke pool records in all three relays. Uh, Tyler Hong had a great weekend. He brought down the 100 free pool record. Friday night, the boys went down to Erie Cathedral Prep, and they uh, won 120 to 65, which is a huge win for the team. Uh, and this is their final dual meet win of the season. Uh, so. The Wildcats ended up this season with an 8-0 and record, and the JV Cats will travel to Camp McKinley this week to end their season meet, or for the, their end-of-the-season meet, with, and the varsity team will keep training for sectionals in two weeks. So, uh, yeah, just a great regular season all around. I mean, they're undefeated, the uh, Aquacats, and uh, it's going to be fun watching them in the playoffs. I really do think... Uh, they have a shot at state, the state championship, too. We might see a few banners going up in a few months. Uh, if they don't win the state championship, I do think they will be like top three or top five in the state. It's going to be yeah, – it's been a great season for the Wildcats so far, and um, you know they're really gearing up for that state championship. Uh, they know they want it this year. They want to take it from Xavier. Final sport of the week uh, is the wrestling highlights of the week. Matt Cats competed against Dublin Scioto. And Padua at Padua High School this weekend, uh, the team continued its hot streak, defeating Dublin sixty-three to sixteen and Padua seventy-eight to nothing. So, uh, yeah, pretty close games this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was uh, quite the nail biters this weekend for the Cats. But with those for basketball, of course, blowing out <laughs> both their teams. <laughs> Well, in wrestling too. I mean, they just got out of those games, the skin of their teeth, winning you know sixty-three, sixteen, and seventy-eight to nothing. But with those victories, the team has now won seven straight duels. They'll hope to make that nine this Friday at six p.m. against CVCA and Akron Firestone in Sullivan Gym. So uh, it, once again, the Mad Cats have been doing great this season. Uh, uh, this is a team that gets overlooked at Ignatius so much, but they really have a lot of talent uh, and that can go a long way. I mean, they're beating teams seventy-eight to nothing. <laughs> that's that's not just a you know an average team. Yeah, no, I mean it just it really gets overlooked a lot with our rivals being St. Ed's and and how absolutely insane they are when it comes to wrestling. But you know the wrestling program's good here at Ignatius, and uh, you know they're beating teams by a lot and definitely. Are, uh, are well-deserving as some, one of the best programs at Ignatius when it comes to sports. So our final news, we have some alumni news this week after the uh, plethora of news when it comes to alumni last week. Riley Casey, class of 2018, he was a four-year football letter winner and a three-year basketball manager. 
Uh, he'll be attending the NFL Combine in February. He's been doing a lot of work when it comes to uh, media and analysis, you know, all that sports media stuff at the University of Dayton this year, and he's one of the top guys down in Dayton. Uh, so really just a congratulations to Riley Casey. He did attend the Pro Bowl this weekend. Uh, over the past, I know he's been talking to uh, some of the guys from the NFL, ESPN, Worldwide Sports of Orlando, uh, and he's really just been expanding his horizons and making connections with multiple different networks, multiple different companies. Uh, he's going to have a bright future in the sports world. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, I mean, having connections with things like or companies like ESPN, you know, the NFL, uh, stuff like that, you know, that goes a long way. I mean, as a lot of people say, you know, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And, uh, you know, Riley's definitely doing a great job of uh, of working at who you know aspect. Yeah, so once again, a big congratulations to Riley Casey. He has a bright future ahead of him. So that will conclude the Wildcat Weekly this week. We'll be right back next week uh, with a, another SIBN Sports Recap on the iCast. For Kurt Pickering, I'm Bobby Jerome signing off.